Well, good morning. What a morning it is, too, huh? If you couldn't tell, here at Apostles Children, kind of a big deal, right? <laughs> we love the children that we have here. We're so excited for this week that we got to spend with them. It was one of those weeks where it's, uh, it's very enlightening. <laughs> and uh, when you spend time in, uh, with 55 kids or so, uh, you learn a whole lot about kids. You learn a whole lot about yourself. You learn a whole lot about what kind of energy you actually have. <laughs> the good and the bad. It, it was, but it was all good because of everything that God has done. And I want to thank each and every single one of you for not only bringing your kids, your grandkids, your, your nieces, your nephews, your friends, whoever it was, but for, for bringing them here and allowing them to be in the presence of God as he showed up. Because I think that everything you've heard so far today and everything we'll continue to hear is that God showed up big time. It's almost like he does exactly what he says he's going to do. It's pretty amazing. And so the, the goal for this week is that we were hoping and praying, and as all of us have been praying throughout the last few months, really, in preparation for this week, was that everybody would have an encounter with Jesus, that they would have this authentic encounter with him. And this picture right here, I think, sums up the week, right? This what we have here and what this picture shows is a snapshot of what God was doing this week. It can only catch a glimpse of the joy because it's really hard to describe everything that took place. A picture cannot fully display this work of the Spirit. And just like uh, with this picture, we see that when you're with kids, you, you, it kind of feels like this, right? You get, they're lined up so there's like an organized like nature to it, but there's also chaos. <laughs> there's joy and laughter, but there's also, if you can't tell on some of them, there's a little bit of reservation. They're also looking out to the adults as they did this morning, looking for direction. So while they're here independently moving and doing things, they're still looking out to be like, okay, I got to make sure I'm doing the right thing. I still need guidance. Even though I can get up here and dance and move, I still need someone's help. And that was kind of what just kept speaking to me throughout the week. That's, that's kids, right? They grow and become more independent, yet they still are dependent for certain needs to be met. They're still dependent for guidance, for wisdom, for direction. Even as much as they kind of start to memorize the songs, they still need those cues along the way. With all the independence that, that we have as we grow, we still are dependent. Well, today's reading from Mark, we get a really unique interaction with Jesus. We get a really cool encounter where Jesus is encountering not adults, not religious leaders, not the educated, but kids. There's kids that people are bringing to him. It says that they brought the children to him. So the children have come to Jesus to be blessed. And this passage is set in Mark in, in a context of discipleship, of what it means to be a follower of Jesus. And so what we see at the core of this message, the very core thing, there's a whole lot to explore. We have a little bit of time, so we're going to look at just a little bit of it, a snapshot just like this, is that Jesus calls us to follow him with childlike faith and dependence. Jesus calls us to follow him with childlike faith and dependence. Now, we're going to explore two parts 
of this phrase. We're going to look at each one of those parts and kind of explore a little more to see what the whole looks like together. So we're going to leave this up here for you so, you can, so we can all try together and so it'll help keep me organized too. The first part is that Jesus calls us to follow him. He calls us to himself. You see, the children are welcomed by Jesus. Now, what's significant about this is like during this point in time, children weren't the most prominent members of society. They weren't seen as contributors to society. So their priority on the list of people that someone who had a lot of followers like Jesus, someone who had some importance, who had a, like a small time frame to see people, children would have been at the bottom of this list. They were not seen as the people that needed immediate attention. And so the disciples... As we may see a couple times, if you read the Gospels, they can be a little hard-headed, kind of like ourselves. When the children are brought, they rebuke them. They try to get the children away because Jesus is really, really busy. But Jesus says emotionally and emphatically, no, let the children come to me. He invites them to come into his presence not to be on the fringes, not to be on the outside looking in, but he invites them to be in his presence. Then, as we jump to the end, we see that Jesus not only invites them into his presence, but he brings them into his arms and he lays his hands on them and blesses them. Jesus is drawing us into an intimate relationship, a relationship where we're not just on the outside looking in, but we're in his presence with his hand upon us, blessing us. Jesus here, as we see in our, a lot of our other sermons throughout this series, Encounters with Jesus, which are on iTunes if you want to check them out, and I encourage you to do so, he is redefining so much of what we naturally feel, what we naturally think. He's redefining even the social norms and the social procedures that we have. He's breaking those down and building a kingdom, a kingdom of God, perspective on what that is. So those who are maybe on the outside who aren't as important, he's saying, no, they're not just important enough to be near me. I want them as close to me as possible. He's drawing us all closer. Both literally, figuratively, he's asking us and inviting us to himself. Jesus calls us to follow him. He calls us to himself. This moves us then to the second point. And the second part of this is that Jesus calls to follow him with childlike faith and dependence. So we're, a lot of times when, when we look at things, we kind of look at like, oh, like child, faith like a child. Got to be like kids. You know, we see them, there's like a little organized chaos. They're still a little dependent. But I don't know about you, but a lot of times I kind of think that, but in reality, I live it out like, well, now I'm the adult, so now I'm like an adult of God, where I have responsibilities, I can think for myself, I can pay my own bills, hopefully, I can take care of a lot of things, I can usually, usually clean up after myself, I can kind of manage my own life. And these things that in our society we say are good, which are, it's not that they're bad, but they're, they're ways that we show our adulthood growing up that sometimes bleeds into our faith, the way we look at our relationship with God too, that we're now the adults in this relationship with God. I'm now independent and don't really depend on God for stuff because I'm the one providing these things for myself 
and I'm the one providing them for my family. And we forget that aspect that when Jesus says this, he says, truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. He makes no note of that there's an end to your childhood with him. He never says, hey, when you reach a certain point, you're no longer my child. You're now my my adult. We remain children of God throughout all of scripture. We're often referred to as children of God. When he says this too, and he's saying, he's talking about, hey, receive the kingdom like children with this childlike faith and dependence. He's not talking to the kids, right? He's talking to the disciples. He's addressing them who kept the kids away. So he's not telling kids, hey, kids, be like kids. He's telling adults, hey, your faith should still be like this. Our wonderful children, the wonderful kids that we are blessed with in our community can serve as models for us, for our faith. The dependence and the trust that they have. We are all like them which is good because sometimes when I get into my adult mode, I start to remove my dependence on God. It kind of builds up my own merit, right? It's by my own merit that I'm good. I do these good things, so now I'm, I'm a good person. I've built up all this stuff, so now I'm good enough to enter the kingdom of God. But by Jesus continually reminding us, hey, we need to be childlike in our faith and trust and dependence, what we see is that it's by Jesus' merit and his alone that we enter the kingdom of God. That he's the one who paid the price to atone for our sins, to pay for our debt, that we still, no matter where we are, no matter what age, no matter what we've been through, we are still dependent on him for our salvation to deliver us which is good, good, good news. Because if it was on my own merit, I'd be in a lot of trouble. And I would be living my life for all eternity in the red. In debt, owing somebody for something. And I think that that's something that I easily forget. And I wonder if there's a few of us in here that may forget that as well. But this is one of the beautiful things about our worship here at Apostles, about the fact that we come to communion every single Sunday, that we have a weekly reminder as we walk down this aisle and as we approach the table and as we partake in communion, we're reminded as we take the bread and as we take the wine of our need to trust and be dependent on God. It reminds us weekly that we are still his children in need of a savior. So Jesus calls us to the childlike faith independence. And if we look again at this picture, maybe that can serve as an inspiration for us as we move forward here. As we leave this church today, it can serve as a reminder, encouraging us that we are still God's children in need of a savior. No matter who we are, no matter where we've been, no matter what we've done, we're all still there together. Moments like this picture remind me of that. Remind me that no matter what, in this last slide, we never outgrow Jesus' call to follow him with childlike faith, trust, and dependence. We don't outgrow that. We don't go beyond that. And that's good, good news.
And my spiritual growth, my spiritual age, my age, my maturity, my responsible nature doesn't change the fact that I'm still God's love child in need of my Father to provide for me. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for gathering us and for providing for us, Lord. We thank you that you are that good Father, reminding us, Lord, that we are children dependent on you. Lord, as we go forth, I pray, Lord, that you would stir our hearts to have that faith, depending on you, trusting in you, Lord, relying on you more, not on our own understanding, Lord, not on our own merit, not on our own successes, but on you and your merit alone. So, Lord, we thank you for this time. 